The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, August 26th edition. we got a massive one, 14-game slate on your Friday to head into the wonderful weekend of action. Hope you guys had a great Thursday six-game slate to kind of wet your whistle as we get to the final weekend of preseason football, the opening round of the Tour Championship, and much, much more. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick or follow us in the Fantasy DGens Discord. It is free. Just ask for an invite. We'll get you up in there. If you give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes and Spotify, I truly would appreciate it. And if you're watching it on the old YouTube, give it the old thumbs up and leave a comment in the comment section. That would be great as well. Bench with Bubba coming at you three times this week. Tuesday, Bubba in the bat flip. Wednesday, Eric Samolski and I covered a lot of players to get you ready for the final push of the fantasy football or fantasy baseball season. And then Thursday night, Bubba in the bloom going over some more great stuff as usual. But here we go. 14 game slate on your Friday. Get some totals for you here. Pirates, Phillies, nine. Reds, Nationals, eight and a half. Angels, Blue Jays, eight and a half. Rockies, Mets, eight. Tigers, Rangers, eight. Cubs, Brewers, seven and a half. Padres, Royals, eight and a half. D-backs, White Sox, eight and a half. Braves, Cardinals, seven and a half. Guardians, Mariners, seven. Some Oster, eights and below. A couple eight and a halves and a nine between the Pirates and the Phillies. Let's talk pitching. You got Garrett Cole in Oakland at 10-7. Oakland is bad. We saw Jamison Tyon, at least early on, was doing great. Not sure how it's going at this point in time, but was getting the job done. Now you got Cole, who's coming off a couple of rough starts. Toronto, Tampa Bay, good at Seattle, not good against uh, home versus Seattle. Up and down go of late for Garrett Cole, but he's still an elite pitcher. You get the Oakland Athletics, 23% K rate versus righties the past month, hitting 218 with a 97 WRC+. plus. So if you want to pay up, you pay for Cole. Plain, simple, done deal. You don't have to, but that's what you're doing, and there's really not a whole lot of uh, discussion to be had along that front. Lance McCuller is interesting. Not sure I want to pay 97 for a guy. We don't know how deep he's going to be able to go with consistency right now. Spencer Strider at 95 is very interesting, but it is St. Louis, so that'll be my grain of salt on that one. But he's been great. Lots of great strikeout stuff. It is a Cardinals team that uh, is only striking out 19.9% of the time with a 145 WRC plus and 205 ISO versus righties. Spencer Strider is not your normal righty, but does make things difficult. So it's, that's why it's like paying up for Cole makes a lot of sense, or you're just going to save money on this massive slate with tons of pitching options. And you go down to the likes of Joe Musgrove, 
9300 bucks at the Kansas City Royals. Musgrove's been great this year. You know, he had a couple hiccups, but bounced back nicely against Washington his last time out. Six innings, one run, seven Ks. Strikeouts have been there most of the season for Musgrove. Usually gets you six-plus innings, barring some catastrophe. And now you get a Royals team striking out 25% of the time, hitting 219 with a 76 WRC plus for trying to pitch in this past month. Makes Musgrove a very strong option at $9,300. A good tournament play would be Shane Bieber. You know, only put up 15 points this last time out. But prior to that, 23, 32, 27, 29. Really clicking on all cylinders. You get a Mariners team who's good, but, you know, they're not world beaters. They'll have their moments, but they're not world beaters. They strike out almost 23% of the time versus righties with a 211 average and a 92 WRC+. So where Musgrove seems like the obvious choice right here, and he's a very, very good choice. Don't get me wrong. Bieber's another great option at $9,100 and probably a good tournament pivot off of Joe Musgrove. So you can play both of them. Uh, you can play just Musgrove if you want, but don't don't sleep on Bieber at 91. You're getting a bit of a discount. You know, in years past when Bieber was the Cy Young everyone expected, he was always like a 10K guy, and he's still pitching very good. He has a few more slip-ups from time to time, but look, at Garrett Cole's had three straight slip-ups. Like, it happens. So um, Bieber at 91 is a very, very possibly nice spot. Uh, you got Michael Walker at 8500 bucks at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. Walker came, uh, comes, made two starts to coming back from the IL, five and two sh- third shutout innings, four Ks. Seven shutout innings with nine Ks has looked very good since coming off the IL. And now you get a Tampa Bay team with a 23% K rate, 231 average, 99 WRC plus. So if you want to save a few dollars, walk is okay at 85. It's always tough, though, because he has to strike guys out. And he did two starts ago. Last start, not so much, but he still got the job done. Tampa Bay's pesky. Don't get me wrong. But walk at 85 does fit the bill if you need to go there. Cueto's been great. He's not striking guys out, so I still won't play him. I'd rather play some Arizona bats personally because I think that uh, implosion, you, if you allow so many balls in play, eventually it's going to catch up to you. Arizona's not, not not the greatest of teams, but you know we stacked them against Kansas City. They were great, scored seven runs on 13 and left 14 on base. That could have been monstrous, all low ownership. You could get another scenario like that tonight against Cueto. So I'm going to pass on Cueto where some might just do the box score watching and not look deep into the box scores and realize he's been good. A lot of luck, though. A lot of luck with Johnny Cueto. Logan Gilbert's 81 is a nice GPP play. He has scuffled a lot of late. Four straight bad starts, two of them in the negative number situations. Uh, the strikeouts haven't really been there. It's been a massive struggle. But he's also got a price decrease down to 8100 bucks. He's facing Cleveland, a team we know does not strike out a ton. 16.5% K rate over the last month. 95 WRC plus first righties. But Gilbert has that, that ceiling in a tournament that is appealing, but only in a tournament. Like in reality, I'd rather go Joe Ryan at 78, a little bit cheaper, $300 cheaper. Joe Ryan at home against the Giants. He's made two really good starts in a row against Texas and Kansas City. This Giants offense is not a world beater. If you've been in the Discord, you listened to the quick kits recently. I was all in on Matt Manning the other day. He was filthy, um, really good stuff. Ryan's got that kind of ceiling ability as well. Uh, the Giants are striking out an absurd, only 23% is actually going down a little bit. 23% over the past month for his righties, but they're hitting 214 with an 85 WRC+. plus. So Joe Ryan at 78 is a, is a nice option for you there. Justin Steele, I am not getting off this train. 7600 bucks. The dude's been a strikeout machi- machine since going to a heavy slider mix. Um, 16 or more points in five straight starts. 19 or more in four straight starts. The strikeouts have been elite five or more in each start. And what you're looking for here, you know the Brew Crew? They got pop. We know it. But if you've listened long enough, you know they struggled tremendously versus left-handed pitching. A near 32% K rate this past month with a 191 average, 125 ISO, 75 WRC+. Now, the thing I always say with Steele, which is frustrating, they limit his pitches. It's like 85 to 90, sometimes 95 if he's getting lucky. So he's got to be efficient. But the strikeouts will come in bunches. If he can give you five or six innings, he's going to be very effective at 7600 bucks. So I like that one quite a bit. 
on this slate. Going below 7K now, it's not as good. Not as good. It's the nicest way I can put it. Glenn Otto at 6200 bucks versus Detroit as a potential punny shown a 20-point ceiling, usually about a 10 to 11-point floor. So he's not going to crush you, but he might not get you everything you need. The bright side is it is Detroit, 28.5% K rate versus righties, 218 average, 100 ISO, 71 WRC+. plus. So a guy like Glenn Otto fits the mold for a punt if you need to punt. Uh, and then Cade Cavalli will be very popular against Cincinnati, making his debut at 5K. A couple things. Big-time strikeout guy in the minors. Big-time strikeout guy. And Cincinnati strikes out nearly 25% of the time versus righties this past month. But also a ton of walks. So this could be one of those. He could be amazing, and 5K could be an absolute steal. He could also throw three innings because he walks six and strikes out six and might not be the best of plays. So he's tournament viable, but he's not a lock like some people might say. But I wouldn't be shocked either if he puts up 20-plus points because all of a sudden he goes five innings, gives up two runs, walks three, and strikes out eight. Like, he could do something crazy like that because he is that talented. He's an elite pitching prospect. Just know he's got a ton of control issues. And if he's not locating and the walks become a problem, then it gets interesting. But Cavalli at 5K will be talked about a ton on Friday, so keep that one in mind. So recapping your pitching here, you got Cole if you want at 10-7. Zero problems with that, but I'm going to save some cash. Musgrove at 93. Bieber at 91 I'm a fan of. You can look at Walk at 85, but I'll probably pass there too. Go to the likes of maybe Logan Gilbert at 81, but Joe Ryan at 78, Justin Steele at 76, and then um, Glenn Otto at 62, and Cavalli at 5K. So a lot of options all throughout the, the world here. A lot of bats to choose from on a 14-game on a slate. So let's get to it. Starting at the catcher's position on this slate, JT Romito continues to crush. Philadelphia, once again, will be a great stack going up against Wilson tonight at 5,700 for Romito. You can sign me up for that one. Uh, going down into the uh, 4Ks and below range, though, gets a little different. You got the likes of um, Cal Raleigh. If you want to fade Bieber, maybe. I could see the appeal, but... Carson Kelly versus Cueto at 37. Again, I have no problem attacking Cueto because eventually the big one's coming. It will come. So it um, might not be tomorrow night. might not be Friday night, but it is coming. So just be ready for that. Uh, Gary Sanchez, tournament play, 3100 bucks, lefty on the mound. Alex Wood's been good, but not great. He has been blown up from time to time. If you are not using Joe Ryan, Joey Bart at 29 continues to hit. He's hitting very, very well. So no problems with that as well. Langoliers is twenty seven hundred bucks. It's first Cole, but I love the uh, the the potential in a tournament just because of the power he brings. So I'm, I'm a big fan of, of that scenario as well. Other than that, if you want some punts, you have to wait and see what comes out in the, the lineups. First base position for you here, Goldie double donged on Thursday. It is Spencer Strider though, so I'll be tempering that expectation. I'll look to a guy like Brandon Drury at fifty four hundred bucks versus Bubik. Bubik's been up and down of late, but does give up a ton of home runs. So Brandon Drury at 54, someone you can look at. Pete Alonzo at 53 versus Chad Cool. Don't mind that either. Josh Bell switch hidden at 51 versus Bubik. Honestly, I'd probably rather have Drury, but I have no problem saving $300 and going to Bell if you need to. I can I can be fine with that. Um, it is in Oakland, but 8 to the Rizzo is 5K versus the lefty Sears. Sears is pitching to a lot of contact. He's been good, but a lot of contact. And Rizzo hits lefties extremely well. Wish it was been Yankee Stadium, but I can deal with it. Hoskins at 47 versus Wilson is very strong. Christian Walker, great tournament play at 45 versus Johnny Cueto. Dude keeps raking, and not many people play him. Uh, Mincy's of Washington's first base outfit eligible. He's 4100 bucks versus the lefty Mike Miner. That's a really good spot for him, either at first base or the outfield. Um, Jose Abreu at 4K is outstanding. Henry's not that great for Arizona. So you got some nice, nice options here at first base if you don't want to spend up. Jose Miranda, first base, third base at 4K. I can 100% get on board with that as well. 
So definitely some good options there in the four to 4,500 range at the position. Andrew Vaughn went deep on Thursday. He's first base outfield at 3,600 bucks. So he's another guy you can look at. Uh, if you're fading Michael Walker, Harold Ramirez at 36 is there. He's more of a cash game play. Cause I don't think he has, he has not the ceiling. Some of these other guys have, but has a great floor, a great floor coming into this game. Like I'd rather take a chance on a Luke void at 34 versus lefty minor, you know, Andrew Vaughn and some other guys mentioned before Harold Ramirez in tournaments, just cause they have the ceiling, the double dong potentially or Ramirez probably won't. And that's the difference in the tournament versus the cash game mentality. When looking at the positions, uh, some cheaper options. If you are fading Garrett Cole, Seth Brown is 2,900 bucks. Again, on a 14-game slate, I don't think you have to be that cute. I think there's other chalk you can attack. I don't think Garrett Cole has to be that chalk worth attacking. And other than that, do, 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 no mega punts that I'm seeing at this point in time. Just want to make sure because, yep, no more punts. Uh, second base position for you here. You got Altuve is always in play, especially against a guy like Bradish at 54. Josh Rojas at 53 has been playing extremely well, stealing bags, hitting for average. So I don't mind him either. If you are fading Cueto, that's a great spot. Marcus Simeon going up against Alexander. This is a good spot for Texas at $5,100. Yeah, so you got some pricey bats here, but we found some value as well. So you got a little bit of everything on this slate. If you are fading Logan Gilbert, Andres Jimenez at 49 is a good value. Uh, if you think Gilbert continues to struggle, that's a great spot to be. Some people are still diehard Gilbert believers, so you'll probably get Cleveland at a very low-owned rate. So something to consider for your tournament appeal. Uh, going down to the low 4Ks and below, you got Gene Segura at 4100 bucks. I can get behind that. Glaber Torres in tournaments at 4K. Again, I wish it was Yankee Stadium, but it's got a little bit of upside for you there. Uh, Nick Maton, if you are fading Wilson and you want a value in Philadelphia, he's second base outfit eligible at 3100 so that's a good price point. Our boy Von Grisham's up to 2700 Still a good price. Quintana's been good at limiting hard contact, but still, if you want to punt, he's a very good punt. If Christian Arroyo is in the lineup, he's been banged up a lot lately. He's 2500 bucks for J.P. Charqua of Tampa Bay. So that's a good look there for a punt as well. I'd almost rather just punt with Grisham, but uh, but Arroyo's been good. So I didn't want to like completely ignore him in that scenario. And then Matthias of Texas. He's first base, second base eligible. If you are stacking Texas, or even just kind of maybe even a one-off. He's almost one-off viable. He's only 2K. He's been hitting like 6th or 7th in the Texas lineup and been kind of productive, especially when Texas goes off. He's been a part of most of that action. So first base, second base for Matthias at 2K is a viable punt. Third base, Machado versus Bubik is great at 61. Like Bubik just not, not good. But J-Ram at 56, dude, continues to just be an MVP, all-star type player. So I'm a big fan of that. You got Austin Riley at 54 if you want to go that route. Bregman has been crushing it. 4800 bucks is a deal on him. It really is. So that's a good look for you. Uh, cheaper plays. Chapman in tournaments against Detmers. I respect Detmers, but Chapman in tournament at 47 does have some upside. Not sure you have to get that cute tonight, but I get it. Alec Baum in your Philly stacks at 43. You mentioned Miranda at 4K earlier. I like that as well. If you want, no, I'm not going to say it because it might happen, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, Cabrian Hayes, if he's back in the Pittsburgh lineup, he's been off and on with injuries as well. He's 3400 bucks for Bailey Falter, the lefty. Uh, Hayes has good, good, good power numbers. First left-handed pitching. And then other than that, value at third base, not a ton is standing out at this point in time. Shortstop position for you here. You got Corey Seager. If you are uh, stacking Texas, he's 57. But I'd like me some Frenchie Lindor at 56. That's a good spot there versus Chad Cool. Um, Carlos Correa does like lefties well. He's been struggling a ton. So not sure on this size of a slate we got to go there. But he's 5K versus Alex Wood. Uh, some other options for you, though. If you slide on down for some cheaper plays, um, on Bryson Stott at 4K is still far too cheap. Mentioned him every day this week, basically. Far too cheap for his production right now. 4K for Bry uh, Bryson Stott is very, very good. 
I like that a lot. Uh, Jeremy Payne at 38 is not bad for your Houston stacks. I still like Bryson Stott much better in that matchup uh, at shortstop. All right, heading to the outfield, 14-game slate. I'm going to miss some guys because there's going to be a lot available. Like Shohei Otani against Mitch White is a great matchup at 65, a phenomenal one. you got Aaron Judge versus Sears at 62. Schwarbaum's went deep on Thursday. 5800 bucks versus Wilson's another phenomenal spot to be in. Jordan Alvarez has been homerless for a bit. Good spot versus Bradish. I'd probably rather have Schwarber, but can't go wrong. Um, Rosarena's been crushing it. you got Stanton back from the alley. IL on Thursday. He's $5,200. Lou Bob at 5K for stacking the White Sox. That's a good play versus Henry. I mentioned Santander yesterday. He went deep. Uh, it's McCullers, a little tough, but uh, you can go there. Uh, going below 5K now. Dalton Varsho, if you are stacking Arizona, he's 4,600. I like that a bit. Uh, Castellanos at 45 in your Philadelphia stacks is in play. Mitch Hanniger went deep on Thursday. Just not sure I want to attack Bieber out of all the other options on the slate. Mentioned Joey Manesis earlier. He's first base outfield for Washington. He's 41 versus Minor. That has some definite life to it. Um, going down below 4K now. Yeah, Eloy Jimenez is only 3,900 versus Henry. That's a great price tag. Uh, Tyler Naquin at 39 is not bad. Trey Boo Boo went deep on Thursday. He's 3900 bucks versus Kyle Bradish. I like that value as well. Um, mentioned Andrew Vaughn earlier at 36. You can go that direction. Um, Oscar Gonzalez is playing really well for Cleveland. Double Dong the other day. He's 3500 bucks uh, going up against Gilbert. If you are fading Gilbert, Oscar Gonzalez, he hits cleanup, give or take. So that can be a spot for you. Uh, low three K's now. Alec Thomas has been struggling. There's other guys I like in that uh, Arizona lineup for discounts. N- mentioned Nick Maton earlier at 31 for Philadelphia. Jake McCarthy's the value for Arizona. He's three K versus Cueto. He gets he hits for good average, steals bags, really good value at three K. Uh, the Fran Mill is only 2800 bucks for Freddie Peralta. Lars Newtbar's 28 versus Strider. Both tough matchups for Newtbar and Reyes, but good values for what they bring to the table, especially Newtbar. Just I, I love what he's doing. And if Strider's wild, he'll he'll walk and steal a bag or two. So. You got that going for you as well. Um, other than that, you will find value down here depending on what comes out in the lineups. I just, it's a, I could just throw a bunch of names at you, or we could wait for lineups to come out because, like Bernard of Colorado, if he's in lineup, he's twenty one hundred. Prefer it in Colorado, but it's still a good value if you're looking to punt. But wait and see what else comes out in your lineups. Recapping your pitching, Cole is fine at ten seven. I'm gonna save cash. Give me Musgrove at ninety three, Beebs at ninety one. You could go walk at 85. You could go Gilbert at 81. Don't mind them. But I like Joe Ryan more at 78. Love Justin Steele at 76. And then if you're looking to punt, Glenn Otto's okay at 62. And Cavalli at 5K is not bad either. Hopefully he can uh, keep it a little consistent on the bump. All right, folks. Stacks on this slate. Uh, Washington versus Minor would be great if Washington was good. But there is some upside there for sure. Um on the Philadelphia, big-time Philadelphia fan on this slate. That would be one to look at. Wish the Angels were good because Mitch White's not great right now. But Philadelphia, um, you could look at the Mets versus Falter. Or, um, I can't remember who they're facing now. The Mets versus uh, Chad Cool. That could be one for you. Love Texas versus Alexander. So Philadelphia and Texas. I like the Arizona one versus Cueto, like I mentioned. But I like the White Sox versus Henry. So that could be like a potential game stack if you're going that direction. Uh, Houston versus Bradish is great. San Diego versus Bubik is great. Um, and then you got the Yankees versus Sears isn't bad either. But mainly it's um, Philadelphia. For me, it's Philadelphia. It's Texas, Arizona, Chicago White Sox, Houston, San Diego. That's where I'm really looking to plant some flags at this point in time. But that'll do it, folks. 14-game Monday slate for you. Broken down for you here on Quick. It's in less than 25 minutes. 
Hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, uh, if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. If you're watching it on the old YouTube, give it the thumbs up. Leave a comment in the comment section. But more importantly, have a great, great weekend. Listen to Bench with Bubba. Have some fun there. It's fantasy football draft weekend. Get it in, folks. Have fun. I'll be back with you guys Sunday night for your Monday preview. But this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, August 26th edition in the books. I'm out. Yeah.